0: Want to dive deeper into the topics you hear about on Daily Drive? We're offering listeners a special offer, 20% off a one-year automotive news digital subscription. That gets you access to all of our news, information, and analysis made for automotive industry leaders like you. Go to autonews.com/slash daily drive promo to redeem. Welcome to Daily Drive. For Thursday, August 24th, 2023. I'm Jamie Butters, Executive Editor of Automotive News here in Detroit. And I'm Kellen Walker in Las Vegas. Today on the show, GM plans to close its
1: IT center in Arizona and eliminate more than 900 jobs. Meanwhile, GM's EV battery joint venture, Ultium, negotiates for higher wages. And a new study says EV owners face more tech issues than gas vehicle drivers do. Plus, a conversation with the CEO of Volkswagen Group Canada about the urgency needed to move to EVs.
2: We have to go faster at being less dependent on fossil fuel.
1: Let's
0: run through all the news you need to know to keep up in the auto industry. General Motors is cutting more than 900 salaried jobs by closing an information technology facility in Arizona this fall. The IT Innovation Center will shut down in October. Most of the workers at the center are on GM's corporate IT support team. A company spokesperson said some employees will continue to work in Arizona on software-defined vehicle technology. Employees whose positions are eliminated can apply for open positions until the end of October. GM has three other innovation centers across the country. They're in Michigan, Georgia, and Texas. The news follows another recent job cut announcement from GM. Last week, the automaker said it planned to eliminate about 200 engineering positions in an effort to reduce vehicle complexity. Many of those workers are expected to move into other jobs within the company. Meanwhile, Ultium, the electric vehicle joint venture between General Motors
1: and LG Energy Solution, is working on a deal to raise wages at its Ohio battery plant. Bloomberg reports the two sides are close to a deal that will give workers an interim pay increase while management and the UAW negotiate the plant's first contract. The deal would raise pay from a starting wage of $15.50 an hour to more than $20. It would also give back pay to tenured employees. A spokesperson for Ultium declined to comment. Pay has been one of the biggest issues at the battery plant. It is supplying GM EVs such as the Cadillac Lyric Crossover and the electric Hummer pickup.
0: Illinois is inching closer to getting a $2 billion EV battery plant at a site about 50 miles south of Chicago. Earlier this week, local officials approved a property tax abatement to lure a battery maker to the 160-acre site in Mantino. Officials declined to name the company, but sources close to the situation told our sibling publication, Crane Chicago Business, that they believe it to be Goshen. The Chinese company has already announced plans for a factory in Michigan. Mantino's mayor said the facility will create 2,600 jobs. He said no final decision has been made, but he's told the area is on the short list. And
1: electric vehicle owners are reporting more problems with new technology than owners of gasoline vehicles. That's according to a J.D. Power study issued today. Battery electric vehicle owners reported 4.2 more problems per 100 vehicles than owners of internal combustion vehicles. Besides powertrain the vehicles contain the same technology the findings come as automakers launch high-tech features in new EVs and those are today's headlines Jamie GM canning another 900 jobs on top of the 200 that they announced last week that's 1100 jobs gone is this just simple restructuring
0: it might be it probably is you know they they have the other facilities the other IT centers where Maybe they can operate more efficiently with those three instead of having four, uh, but the timing is a little curious, you know, with the UAW contract uh, set to expire in about three weeks and uh, the union feeling like uh, salaried folks and uh, management has been making uh, too much money while they've been making not enough, so maybe there's a little bit of that sort of uh, thinking going on. Wouldn't be surprised to hear uh, the UAW try to organize those other information centers although it's probably an uphill effort that's interesting stuff Jamie coming up the CEO
1: of Volkswagen Group Canada Pierre Boutin joins the show that's next on Daily Drive the
3: auto industry's shift to carbon neutrality is here and it's accelerating but is it enough this is a moral imperative an economic imperative a moment of
0: peril but also a moment of extraordinary possibilities. No more hesitancy, no more excuses, no more waiting for the others to move first. There is simply no more time for that. Driving to Zero
3: is a new podcast series from Automotive News that looks at the auto industry's roadmap to carbon neutrality. We take a big picture look at the environmental, political, and social trends pushing the move toward a greener future, and we pull back the curtain on how these decisions are being made at the highest levels. My team and I went to each car company separately. We sat down and we said, you know, what can you do? What you cannot do? How much time you need? How much going to cost you? And that paid off big time. I said, you know, the, the headline that you need is, is GM believes in an all-electric future, and I think Dan Ammon and Mary Barra pretty much said the same thing, which is, is like, but, but we, we don't. Spoiler alert: They come around to that idea. Find out how, and much more. I'm Jake Neer. Join me and Automotive News Executive Editor Jamie Butters on Driving to Zero, available wherever you get your podcasts, starting September
0: 11th. Welcome back to Daily Drive. I'm Jamie Butters with Kellen Walker. First, there was Ford's announcement, followed quickly by General Motors, that its future EV customers would be able to use Tesla superchargers. Others followed. Nissan, Mercedes-Benz, Rivian, Volvo, and Polestar. The latest is not much of a surprise. It's Honda. That was expected, perhaps, because the upcoming Honda and Acura EVs, the Prologue and ZDX crossovers, are being developed with General Motors. Another big one hanging out there is Volkswagen. The German giant is committed to converting to EVs, and it has started its own network, Electrify America. But it's also talked about adopting Tesla's so-called North American charging standard. My colleague, Greg Lason, spoke with Pierre Boutin, CEO of Volkswagen Group Canada, about EV charging and other topics for the Automotive News Canada podcast. Here's some of their conversation.
4: In June, Bloomberg reported that Volkswagen plans to sign on to use Tesla's supercharger network in North America, Canada included. Um, where are negotiations at in that case? And, and what would that mean for Volkswagen and its consumers here in Canada?
2: That's a good question. Actually, we have not yet committed to anything. Discussions are ongoing. Uh, I think all in all, we need to recognize that every time consumers are faced with complexity uh, and, and challenges, uh, they, they, they will move away from, from a solution. And, and I think we all need to work in uh, uh, aligning for a greater EV adoption in North America, throughout the world, we have to go faster at being less dependent on fossil fuel. So to arrive at the end of the day with a potentially achieving a, uh, a standardized uh, charging, uh, you know, for all vehicles, whatever brand it is, I believe there's a lot of good things for consumers and in general, and because the access to chargers will be much easier for everybody. So let's stay tuned. Uh, I think, again, at some point in time, uh, these things will probably materialize, but there's no announcement to be made at this stage.
4: You know, you brought up a great point there in there needs to be some harmonization or standardization of the charging infrastructure. I mean, when you think of fueling up an internal combustion engine vehicle, every gas pump at every gas station from here to Florida is the same. You can pull into any of them. That's not the case, though, with electric vehicles, is it? And, And does that mean it should be? to just kind of put consumers at ease?
2: Uh, it is not the case today. Uh, while there's less and less technologies or, uh, or, or, or you know, different types of charging uh, for, for different manufacturers, there, so there's been de facto a lot more standardization, but we're not there yet. And I think, to your point, we have to make this happen. That's my personal opinion. Uh, it'll be easier for consumers. Because today, I think, you know, uh, you, you look at the, the electric vehicles coming out in the market. Uh, people don't are not so concerned anymore about the potential range. They don't have the range anxiety. They have charging anxiety. So we have to, you know, so so more chargers we make available to everyone around, better off will be. Uh, yes, we're building. All of us are building. Uh, more chargers, actually, through Electrify Canada, Electrify America, which we own, as you know, we're a major player also in the charging business. Uh, so, and 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 we, from the get-go, we open it up to any any brands, not only for uh, you know uh, drivers of Volkswagen Group products, but any products out there, because we b- believe in again that, that to democratize uh, electric vehicles. We got to take some actions to make sure that more the masses are really coming to it. The last time you were my
4: guest uh, on this show, I think it was almost three years ago to the day. Uh, At that time, you had told me that Volkswagen was planning to spend $45 Canadian dollars on an electrification plan by 2024. That's just a quarter away, a quarter of a year from now. Um, How is Volkswagen's electrification plan and rollout of EVs going? And has anything changed over the last little while?
2: Actually, I'll tell you, uh, it's... it's, uh... It's going faster and faster. Uh, Again, just our our decisions in in going into making our own batteries, getting our own sourcing, even we're getting into mining, Uh, you know. So so these things, as we start learning more and more about electrification of mobility, and as you know, our our aim is to be uh, net zero uh, by 2050. We're taking a lot of actions for everything we do, not just the vehicles we provide consumers. Uh, So that's really important for us. Uh, To continue with our investments. As a matter of fact, I I, I will tell you, today, uh, we're well above the 45 billion I talked to you about three years ago. Uh, Our new plan is is calling for 180 billion euros uh, over the next five years. So 23, 24, 5, 6, and 7. And uh, we keep going because there's a lot that needs to be done. Um, So so it's not, and and I want to insist on this. For us, we're We're a great believer uh, obviously in, in, in the transformation to the electrification of mobility uh, we're taking a leadership role and uh, ultimately it's also about the overall sustainability of the supply chain it's not not just building vehicles or assembling uh, electric vehicles. It's about you know, where, uh, where the source is, is being made of, of these minerals. Are we respecting the communities where we do the sourcing? Uh, you know, how clean is the mining? Uh, are we using um, a sustainable green energy uh, to power our factories? And so on and so forth, right? So, uh, so if we are serious about... Uh, transformation of this industry, we shall not be just looking at, oh, we'll provide you know, electric vehicles to consumers. Our our goal is to go throughout the entire chain, making sure we're net zero and that our partners are too, and all the suppliers that are, are, are partnering with us around the world.
0: Pierre Boutin is CEO of Volkswagen Group Canada. He spoke with Greg Lason for the Automotive News Canada podcast. That's Daily Drive for today. I'm Jamie Butters. And
1: I'm Kellen Walker. Thanks to Automotive News Coordinating Producer Jake Near and Alicia Anderson. Today's episode included reporting from our own Hannah Lutz and Carly Schaffner, as well as Greg Hins of Crane's Chicago Business. You can get the latest news on new plants, job
0: cuts, and everything happening in the auto industry at autonews.com. Come back tomorrow for a conversation about the importance of showing appreciation for service techs. If you enjoy the podcast, remember to like, leave a review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode.